Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Movement Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Once again, everyone, to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I am Anthony Bermudez, your host here once again with the one and only Derek Carlson. Anthony, it is good to be... No, wait. It is so good to be back. (laughs) Always good to be back and to see you, my friend. Now, this is a hypothetical scenario I'm going to throw at you because you've achieved a lot of success. You've worked yourself from the ground up to be where you're at now. Absolutely. But now, let's go to 2019. Right now, let's put you in a hypothetical scenario where... You're starting from scratch. Everything is ripped away from you. You're starting at zero once again. You have no connections. You have nothing. You're you're bare bones, man. How do we start? Uh, Sounds like five years ago, Anthony, (laughs) before I started MVP Realty. A lot of people don't realize this, but I started MVP Realty with $500. Um, Now we're over 700 realtors, one of the largest companies in the state of Florida, and that was in January 2014. I had no money, started the company. Um, and last year we participated in over a billion dollars in real estate sales. This year we're ready to exceed that. A lot of people don't know this. To make money to feed my family, I was an assistant for one of the top agents in town in February of 2014. Isn't Unbelievable. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. So anyways, um, and again, you got to do what you got to do, but here we are today. So the question is, if I had to do it all over again, have no money, Basically, it's like that TV show that's on right now, and I encourage everybody to watch it. It's called Undercover Billionaire, where they actually take a billionaire. He says that give him $100 in his pocket, and in 90 days, he'll turn it into a, mil- a million dollars to prove yeah. that the American dream's still alive. you got to watch the show. But anyways, similar hypothetical question. So let me go through this. So if I were to be dropped off in a city and have to do this all over again, what would I do? Well, the first thing is I'd get my mindset right and realize that, listen, this is a business. I need to do income producing activities. So that's number one. I would try to make sure that 80% of my day was based on income producing activities. Uh, Number two, I would join a 100% brokerage firm. Because listen, I'm already broke. I don't need to put myself behind the eight ball of giving my broker 30% plus a 6% royalty fee, right? When I get those paychecks, I need 100% of that money, right? So I'd get to a 100% brokerage firm. Um, Then the options would be the following. Now, the problem with joining a team from the the get-go in this scenario, because I already already have the skill set in my head, Mm -hmm. if I didn't have any experience... It's hard enough learning all the contracts and negotiation skills and so forth, and then you got to generate leads or buy those leads as a new agent. I'd probably join a team. You and I have talked about that. Yeah. I think a team leader providing you mentorship as well as leads for a little bit of a percentage. But here again, if you're going to join a team, you need to be at a 100% company. Why give the team leader any of your money for those leads and then have to pay the broker 30%? just makes no sense. So I'd possibly join a team. But let's say I don't join a team. Let's say it's all me and I and that that that's like one of those things that you can't do. You can't join a team. What I would do is I need money right away. I'd probably sign up for Uber. Why? I don't know the area. I'm dropped in the middle of some city somewhere. Right. Why not get paid while you drive and meet people? 
right? I'm driving down the streets. I, I get a feel and a sense of the people that live there, the people that travel there, just to be part of the community. Mm. And listen, I need to make a couple dollars, too, to obviously have uh, you know food and the necessities. Um, so I'd probably get involved with Uber. I hate to say this. For the first week, I'd go on Craigslist in the Facebook Marketplace after going to 7-Eleven. And what would I go to 7-Eleven for? I'd probably pick up one of those apartment guide magazines, and I would go through it and start calling all the apartment complexes to find out who gives the highest co-broke. There's one here in Naples, Florida. It's an apartment complex out of that magazine that pays $1,000 every time you put somebody into a lease. Wow. Here's why. I don't have time. Okay? I need money now. When you have a real estate transaction, a regular one where a buyer and there's a seller, there's home inspections, there's mortgage contingencies that mm. the person might have to wait 45 right. days. Heck, I could put an ad in Craigslist tonight. Tonight, if I need money and I'm flat broke on one of those apartment complexes that pay a thousand bucks, generate the lead, meet the person at the complex, and who knows, they're signing a lease by Saturday, I'm getting that thousand bucks in my pocket. So I would probably, for the first week, Double down on that. Yeah. Okay. The next thing I would do is I would I would go to my broker in the office and say, Hey, listen, I've got no money to market, but I really believe I have marketing skills. Um, how many company listings do we have? Three hundred. Fantastic. Do you mind if I market those to try to bring a buyer to those potential our listing agents at the company? Because I don't have any listings, um, and I'm trying to bring them a lead. Uh, most brokerage firms say no. Call the listing agent. MVP Realty is one of our cultures in the company to allow all of our agents to share in the marketing where you can market those company listings as, as yourself, uh, as your own. It's, it's a competitive advantage. But let's say the broker did say yes. I would start marketing the company listings relentlessly on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. I would also find new construction deals from newhomesource.com and take those and create ads for new construction deals on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. So here I have no listings, but I'm advertising product. Oh, I see what you're saying. Product is going to get those, those properties that I'm advertising is going to get my phone to ring. Now, don't get me wrong, uh, the incubation period, I believe, is less on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. Why? The person that found me is actively searching. It's not like they just you know, came across an ad, they're in the real estate section on those platforms. Mm -hmm. So the time from lead to conversion is much less. So I would do a lot of Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist advertising using apartment guide uh, properties that pay well, as well as new construction, as well as the company listings. The next thing I would do, I would find the hottest location that the company has a listing at. And I would ask the listing agent if it was okay if I could host open houses there three times a week, Saturday, Sunday, and another day. That would become almost like my office. And I would advertise relentlessly on Craigslist and on social media that open house to try to get people. Here's why. Some of our agents that host open houses, they'll have over 100 visitors on a Sunday. Mm. See, basically the common theme here. You need people to talk to. You need people to talk to. You need people to talk to. The more people you talk to, the more people are going to want to get into a property and, you know, obviously buy it or rent it or whatnot. So those are a couple of tips right there. What else would I do? 
I'm new to the area. This is going to be my new home. So let's say, let's you know, get into the time machine and go back to 2003 when I moved to Naples. Now, obviously, this wasn't available then, but it is now. I'm a New England guy, and it's all about meeting people. So the first thing I would do is go into the public records and see everybody in Naples, Florida. Because now I get a little bit of money from selling, uh, renting those apartments. I pay me a thousand bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with that money? Here's one of the things I would do. I would go into the public records and find everybody from my old county, Worcester County, that currently owns a property in Southwest Florida. I just looked this morning, just from Fitchburg, Massachusetts, and Lemonster, two towns out of the county, there's 78 people that own homes. Mm. And here's why I would do that. I would reach out to them via a letter, okay, maybe even door knock, because remember, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and I would reach out to them and offer my services as the Worcester County to Naples connection. Here's why. I'm already on the same page with them on 80% of their thinking. Oh, you went to Fitchburg High School? I went to Fitchburg High School. Oh, you like the Red Sox? I like the Red Sox. That commonality is the reason why they're going to like you. Okay? So you get right to the point with that. The other thing I would do is uh, in in, uh, Naples here, there's a Boston Beer Garden, BBG. I've talked about it in previous podcasts. But with a little bit of that marketing money, I would go to the manager at Boston Beer Garden. I'd say, Nick, I'm from New England. I'm new to the area. I don't know anybody. The Patriots are playing the Jets this Sunday. Can I have a viewing party? Well, what do you mean, Derek? Well, here's what I want to do is I want to invite Patriots fans down to this viewing party. I'll buy 100 bucks worth of appetizers. And will you offer a two-for-one drink? Sure, I will. If you're bringing people, I'll do that for you. And uh, we'll have the game on this TV here. Great. You do that the week before. Then you go create the ad on a Facebook ads, their paid placement, the pay-per-click. And you create an ad using their Facebook event calendar. Right. And you create an event for your viewing party. And here's what you do. You run the ad, say, Facebook, give me everybody over the age of 21 that likes Tom Brady, that likes the Patriots. That goes out, costs you maybe 40 bucks. And now you potentially have 50, 60, 70 people coming to your viewing party. And you're the mayor of the viewing party. Right. And I'm telling you, another idea, another strategy. Um, What else would I do? It just sounds like from the whole process of what you're doing here, it sounds like you want to get in front of as many people as possible right away. Yeah. And, and, And the preferred method would be people that are directly interested right now in real estate that's why the open houses mm-hmm. that's why craigslist and facebook marketplace are very very valuable for somebody that doesn't have any money you know you, the, those people are actively they're searching on those platforms it's a lot different than stumbling across an ad and say oh i might be interested in real estate one day no their fingertips are typing in craigslist then it's typing in real estate section that's a hot viable buyer they're mm-hmm. looking right now right um i mean there's so many things that you could do but again being dropped off, middle of nowhere, city that you're unfamiliar with. I would do Uber, Facebook, Marketplace, Craigslist. I would do open houses. I would educate myself on the market as well. Because, again, a great realtor is a prepared one. It don't cost you any money to be great by being prepared. What does that mean? Study the numbers. See what's going on in the hot sheet, how many listings there are, what's the average price per square foot, what's hot, what's not. Study the numbers and study the MLS. 
A lot of agents, they'll do all the marketing, but they're uneducated when it comes to the actual product that they're selling. Right. The other thing that I think is important um, is I would force myself, take me a couple hours, that's it, to study the sales contract inside and out, literally read every line five times, and then get to the point that I'm so efficient that I'm filling it out with the help of nobody. Right. The other thing that I would do, possibly, is if I was a brand new agent. Now, everything I just said was if I came from a place of being an experienced agent. If I was a brand new agent, no money, I would run, obviously, those apartment complex ads, but I would also run new construction ads. Here's why. At the end of the day, if you run a new construction ad and you get a lead, your job is almost done. All you need to do is bring that lead to that development, and guess what? The sales team is trying to sell that client. So see, even if I didn't have any skills in talking and negotiations or I was a nervous you know, Nelly, um, I would let the sales team just do all the work for me. Oh, and, and guess what? When it come times to go, comes time to go to the contract, they, it's their contract. Oh, and guess what? When it starts to get built, their support team's in follow-up mode with the buyer. Guess what? They have an on-site lender and an on-site title right, company. Right. Like literally 90% of the transactions done, all you had to do was bring the lead. Mm-hmm. So that's going to allow you to go out there and do other things as you're stacking up the new construction deals. Right. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And I think that was one thing that I, I was you touched on. It's the mindset exactly. that, that people got to have that mindset to hustle, to get after it. And, and that's something that you're saying, look, if you don't have that, that's fine. There's other avenues. Yeah. Like go getting them assigned to a rental yes. or, or doing new construction yeah. if you don't feel comfortable with that and, process. And again, there's all kinds of ways to go about it. But the question was asked based on my experience. I have zero money being dropped off in the middle of a brand new city. What would I do? Again, without sounding like a broken record, okay, I would get my Uber thing, make money as I drive and learn the neighborhoods. It's not a bad idea. I would do rentals that pay out well. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> there's there's no home inspection. There's no mortgage contingency. That person might be able to get in the property this weekend putting thousands of dollars in my pocket, mm-hmm. which then I could use that seed money to go do other things. Uh, the other thing would be Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. Those are instant gratification uh, areas to market company listings, new construction, as well as um, those apartment rentals. Okay, you know, and, and I was going to say something that uh, many years ago, me and you went to a training or one of those meetings, and there was a gentleman out there that he was speaking, and he was talking about the lack of urgency yeah. that agents have. And, yeah. and, and the example that he gave was, if I had a million dollar, a suitcase of a million dollars in front of you, would you go out and do whatever it is I ask you to do when it comes to selling a home? Yeah. And many of them said that. You know, yeah. they said yes. So yeah. just think, people don't have that urgency. There's no mindset. sense. The, the, the challenge that I see, again, is there's no business. Uh, they don't have the mindset of a business owner. They have the mindset of a, an employee. Mm-hmm. And with that, there is no sense of urgency. Trust me when I say when you talk to most CEOs, they live their life, their days, where every day there's a sense of urgency. They have big goals, big dreams. I mean, let's face it, to get to a company of MVP size, uh, Google, Facebook, some of these you know, other massive companies, it just didn't happen overnight. Right. Somebody, the CEO, had to have a massive sense of deadline, sense of urgency to fulfill goals. And when I when I'm it goes back to again, the lack of urgency usually comes from a, a lack of being a CEO and right. that, and that employee mentality. Yeah. And if an agent can just flip that, 
big things are going to happen to them. Wake up every day, and and I learned this uh, recently. Wake up every day at zero. I don't care if you have 25 properties on the contract already this year, 40, 50. You're on target to do 30 million in sales, right? Those deals are already in the book. If you were to stop right now, technically, you are at zero. And let's face it, that money, I know that firsthand because I was a rock star realtor between 2004 and 2009. But guess what? The money dries up. The economy dried up. And I didn't save a nickel. And it came back to bite me in the ass. And I'm going to tell you right now, start the day off at zero. Focus the majority of your day on income-producing activities with a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, you'll be able to write your own ticket in this industry. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think um, one more question that I have for you really quick. Now, you talk about all these strategies and things. Have you seen people actual results and, absolutely and how quickly was the turnaround absolutely people want to know those concrete answers for some reason i've got a whole roster of agents that were once rookies whole roster of them. um a couple of the agents came from wildly different um worlds before diving into real estate i'll give you two examples george oberdorster when he joined the company he was our number first agent okay agent uno number one okay I met him at, there was a place, the place is out of business now called Calistoga's. Mm, I didn't right. even have an office. And here's this guy putting his trust as a rookie agent, just got his license in my hands. He did everything that I just talked to you about. Now, mind you, I don't believe Facebook Marketplace was out then, but it was Craigslist, 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 open house, open house, open house. George was our rookie of the year that year and now is one of the top agents in the country. Yes. Another one, Nick Sweat rookie agent nick was a school teacher making approximately whatever school teachers make in collier county i'm going to assume thirty-five thousand a year um and came to me and, and same thing i'm doing real estate part-time but i want to go full-time and i just came from a tony robbins event so i told him burn the boats because that whole mindset is hey if you're going to take the island and you want the island you got to burn the boats you can't have a place to go back to and retreat you're job that you I won't say hate just in case any of his former teachers are listening right but he didn't like he was working full-time never going to get ahead and so forth well Nick did burn the boats and he dove headfirst into real estate and did exactly what I said to do leads 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 you've got 80 percent of the industry going out of business in five years it's not because they have too much business right. leads leads buyers and sellers sellers and buyers is the way out nick took that to heart he went from nothing to be one of the top agents not only at the company but in the entire state okay again implementing exactly what we are talking about see listen everybody thinks oh i have to find the secret no the secret's already out there. You have to find the implementation. Right. And so, listen, there's nothing new that can be invented today. All we need you to do is copy it, find that blueprint, whether it's expired listings or FISBOs or online marketing or any of the stuff that we talked about, and implement it as your own. Where we find agents fail is the lack of implementation, the lack of action. They go to all these training classes over, I mean, the resources are there, mm -hmm. but they're not implementing. They're looking for this magic pill. The magic pill is the action and the implementation, right? There are, uh, listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now 
There are people out there, and I need you to understand this, realtors out there with less skills than you, less money than you, that are selling a hell of a lot more homes than you. Right. Okay? So it's the implementation that's always going to trump, right, the, um, oh, I'm going to do that one day, or the lack of implementation. Education will only get you so far, you eventually have to take action with that. Right. Okay, well, with that said, Derek, I mean, just everyone out there, just understand, this is not an imagination. This is not, this, these are real stories that happen every day, success stories, due to the teachings of Derek Carlson. So thank you, Derek, once again for another great episode here in the Lead Generation Lab podcast, The Signs of Real Estate Agent Marketing.